KWBW Hutchinson, 1450 AM and 98.5 FM. It's 6 o'clock. It's time for Dragon Talk on BW Radio Sports. Eagle Radio Assistant Sports Director Sean Boston is live from AJ's at the Alley, 1221 East 30th in Hutchinson, with Hutch CC Head Women's Basketball Coach John Unges. Let's get the latest Blue Dragon Women's Basketball news with Sean Boston on KWBW 1450 AM and 98.5 FM. And good evening and welcome to AJ's at the Alley for another edition of Dragon Talk. Sean Boston with you, joined by Hutch CC Women's Basketball Head Coach John Anches, as well as sophomore forward Monet Duffy joining us here this evening. And announced earlier today by the NJCA, the Blue Dragons are now the number one team in the country, off to a 23-0 start on the season, 17-0 in Jayhawk Conference play. Coach Anches, I know you guys don't like to look a lot about rankings and all that, but uh, that's a lot of credit to your staff and your players as well to be uh, number one in the country. It is, and it's, you know, we were just talking with, with Mo here, and um, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. Um, you know, we're, we're proud to um, to be able to, um, you know, be ranked number one in the country uh, right now, but, um, you know, the, there'll be a, a lot of teams um, after us, uh, to um, you know, coming down the stretch, and uh, we still have got a lot to uh, accomplish, a lot, lot left. You and I talked last week off the year. There's 162 teams in Division One basketball in, in JCAA. You're the only unbeaten team left in the country. That says a lot, again, about your, your staff and your players as well. It does, and it really says a lot about our players, uh, how locked in they've been and how consistent uh, they've been uh, for – um, all the way through November, December, January, and, and halfway through uh, February almost. And um, uh, But, uh, you know, you, you can't let your guard down. Yeah. You know, if, if you let your guard down uh, in, in our league, and, and we've got a lot of road games yeah. too. Um, we, we've taken care of business at home. And um, if we can, you know, just keep our kids um, focused on on uh, what we can control, then, then we've, uh, accomplish or then you know that that will help us uh, accomplish what we need to accomplish now i'm assuming you guys had practice after the rankings came out today is that correct uh we did we practiced at four today so did you talk to your team about that number one ranking at all and or not at all no i i, I never mentioned it you know of course i i knew it this morning um carp had, had um, talked to me so i knew what was going on and i'm sure i'm sure they they had study hall at 130 and I'm sure that they, they, you know, are looking at their phones and they're looking at social media. They know what happens on, on Mondays in the afternoon. So, that, you know, they're, they're not clueless. They know what's going on. A couple of 30-point wins for your team this past week. First off, let's look at the Pratt game on a Wednesday in Pratt, winning 92-62. Knew that was going to be a, a battle. Uh, Princess Anderson, the top scorer in the entire country, but how about the performance by Kiki Smith as she outshined Princess Anderson in our home court? <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was uh, quite a performance by Kiki and and uh, you know Princess Anderson. What a, what a tough matchup she is! Uh, just uh, extremely difficult to to defend and uh, you know we we were trying to you know our goal was to to hold her to twenty and, and she had eighteen at halftime and uh, so you know we we did as as, as well as we could. Um, you know, she she just stretches your defense so much and, and puts so much pressure on your help side. And and uh, not only do they have her, but they they have the Sanders kid who who can shoot it from three. They have uh, the Hanslet kid that that's talented, um, the action kid. They have uh, they have so many weapons that uh, you know you you just can't. Um, uh, focus on her to to really get the basketball out of her hands and 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 make it hard because if if you help too much then she, then she's going to find one of those kids. That game early on kind of had that feel of a, a back and forth type of game. You kind of felt like it was going to be a high scoring affair, and you guys put up ninety two points in that game. Yeah, uh, you know, it didn't take them long to you know she doesn't start, so it didn't take them long to to put her in the game and and. Uh, you know what she played 31 minutes and 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 i don't even think she's been playing 30 minutes uh, in most of the game so you know i'm sure that that it, eric was you know trying to make a point um just because we held her to 18 the the first time that that we played but uh um yeah you know it, it was a good win for us on the road uh, um I, I thought uh that we um offensively 
uh, you know, we're playing against some teams this, this second time in, in which they're really trying to confuse us, uh, whether they're in man zone, switching, and, and, and really, uh, you know, I, I think our kids have, have adjusted well to, to whatever team has, has done, tried to, to take away. And, uh, we continue to pro- get better in our, in our half-court offense. And, and so it was um, – we probably should have scored about 105. We, we missed a lot of layups and a lot of easy baskets in the game, but 92 is, is, is a lot of points. 57 rebounds for your team. Half of those, <clears throat> excuse me, you had 19 offense rebounds, 38 defense rebounds. It's not, not often you get half of your, your rebounds on the offensive glass. No, we were really active and um, just chasing uh, the basketball and it got us a, a lot of extra possessions and 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 those are those are great hustle plays that that this this team you know night in and night out um, possess 24 assists to just five turnovers uh, that was a season low for you, for your team just five turnovers yeah it's it's great we, we've really taken care of the basketball um, and it, you know come since we've come back from Christmas and um, it, it's nice to you know have uh, you know Mo's really a big guard out on the floor and so a lot of times you know we have you know five guards out there with with Haley and and they do a great job of, of passing and reading and, and making good decisions with the basketball speaking of Monet she just played 12 minutes in that game but had eight points five rebounds an assist and two steals uh, not a not bad for a player just 12 minutes of work yeah she got in early foul trouble there in, in the first quarter and and then didn't play at all in the second quarter and then uh you know the the game kind of got out of hand there there in the third and, and we had a lead so uh, it it was you know time to get those bench kids some some minutes and and we're we're hoping that uh, that helps us down the stretch you know stay fresh. You know, it's something that I was talking to Travis Kirk about last week is you guys want to you know especially this point in the season you want to kind of limit your starters minutes if you can and that was a game that uh acacia played the most if any players with, with 30 minutes but everybody else was under that threshold you're right um you know we i probably played uh acacia too too many minutes in, in that game and you know she's she's kind of got a banged up knee so i, I got to get her some some more time but uh you know um as we finish um, you know, I don't know if there, there's going to be many games coming down the stretch where, you know, we're going to um, be able to, you know, use our bench very much just because of, of who we got coming up. Monet will bring you in for the first time here tonight. Uh, you, had, again, at eight points and four or five shooting and five rebounds in just 12 minutes. It kind of shows, you know, how, how big of a threat you are, especially in limited minutes. Yes, sir. Um, you know, just trying to do what uh, coach tells us and just stay focused and stay confident. And, you know, no matter how many minutes you play, just putting your all out there on the floor. <laughs> it was a 92-62 win for the Blue Dragons on the road at Pratt's last Wednesday. Dragon Talk brought to you by Midwest Superstore, as well as Fee Insurance, First National Bank, All-American Electric, Edward Jones Agent Darren Wicks, Elite Real Estate Agent, Kel- Agent Kelly Lanham, E&M Plumbing, Heartland Outdoors, Royer Brothers Tree Service, as well as Pools Plus. Back at the Sports Arena on Saturday for the 12th annual Pink Out game. Good first off, uh, another Pink Out game uh, for your team. That's always a special event. Oh, it is. And 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 I thought, uh, you know, the crowd was great. I, I thought there was a lot of electricity. I, I thought our, our kids were were excited to, to play in the game, had a lot of energy. Um, and Mo, Mo's been a great leader in, in that department for us, you know, bringing energy, bringing, you know, excitement, you know, making sure that, that we've been focused and, and we've been, you know, ready to go. Mo, that was your, your second straight year, you know, obviously a sophomore second year with the, with the pink out. Uh, what does that mean to you to be able to play in, in a game like that? Um, honestly, it's really sentimental, um, you know, just cancer in general has uh, directly affected my family, you know, my mom. So it was a really big shout-out to her. And it was just really an honor to play for the cause. Um, and, you know, just to get the team in tune, you know, we put on a lot of little pink, little accessories and everything. So it was really fun and, you know, energetic moment and just, you know, showing our talent and allowing us to present that for everyone. I can't remember. Did you have uh, one of those pink sweatbands on? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> my uh, my uh, left uh, uh, ankle. Yeah. yeah. 
So that's something that you guys put on late, right before the game, right? Because you guys didn't have those on during warm-ups. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> so was that, did you notice that after you kind of put it on throughout the game, or did you not notice it? Uh, it just, you know, it's it something. We just try to stay focused on it. But, you know, yeah. it was just like, you know, just showing our support for everyone. Coach, a 93-63 win for your team against Cloud County on Saturday at the Sports Arena, a game that you guys built a, a good first quarter lead up 24-13 and then matched it with another 24 in the, the second quarter to be up 48-30 to at halftime and really just kept going in the second half. Yeah, I, I think Cloud played extremely well. Um, they, they, they're much improved from when we played them uh, down in Concordia or up in Concordia and uh, and our ball club showed improvement. Um, you know, they they have a, a, a great post player in the, in the Sissoko kid, and uh, she makes us have to, to double. And um, I, I thought they were physical and, and, and played extremely well defensively. And um, you know, we, we showed them some some different stuff. And um, man, our, our, I think our kids are are, are just um, continuing to learn and, and uh, are really fun to watch offensively. Um, just because we, we, you know, we play fast, we share the basketball, and, and uh, we're starting to to make better reads uh, in in the half court offense. You mentioned Sissoko; she's just such a tough matchup, a problem down low, and it kind of showed in the game as Mo had four, had three fouls rather, and then also you know Bree picked up some as well. So she was just tough to to guard down there at the post. She is she's a tough matchup and. Um, you know, I, th- I thought Mo, you know, battled her um, hard. She's she's physical. She's she's strong. Um, you know, she had uh, 12 rebounds, but only two of those were offensive. So that's that that says a lot for how uh, what a great job Mo and Maddie did on her. Uh, you know, keep her off the the offensive boards. Yeah, I thought they did a really good job of, of really. For, not forcing up a lot of shots from Sissoko, but none of those shots were really easy. There's a lot that she was having to fade away. She made some really tough shots, uh, fading towards the baseline off the glass. She she <laughs> did, and she's you know she spins, and she's active with the basketball. She puts it on the floor, so that makes her you know tough to guard, and, and you got to get to her quick on on, on the double, and um, that that was you know our game plan uh, for the evening, but um, you know. We were we were really balanced offensively in the game. You know what we have one, two, three, four. We had five kids in, in double figures. Yep. And, um, Kaylin Norris had had her best game I think as a Blue Dragon. Made two threes. Uh, really played with with confidence and and uh, that could be huge force coming down the stretch with with her uh, getting better offensively. Yeah, you mentioned Kaylin. She's a player that started the first two games of the season before uh, injuring that ankle in the second game, and she missed I believe four games. Uh, early in the season because of that ankle injury and then she got back and just you know was a little bit slow not really getting back in the rhythm like she was early on but uh i know you guys have seen her really step up and practice here lately and it showed on saturday yeah she she's battled some confidence issues um you know when you when you miss four games and, and you miss uh, a couple weeks of practice yeah. it's just hard to to get back to the level that you you were and and then you know she lost a little confidence um uh, with with shooting the basketball, but she's been working hard, and uh, we we've been trying to study some film with her to try to help her out and and uh, get her in there to to give us some positive minutes. This is another game that you're able to spread the minutes out. Uh, the only player that played over 25 minutes was Akinja. She played 26. I guess Jordan played right at 25, but everybody else was uh, able to play in that game and, and contribute. All 11 players scored. Yeah. And, and I told our team after the, the game that I thought in the fourth quarter our bench uh, probably had their best outing, you know, in, in, uh, this season with uh, just how they executed and how they defended. And, and, and we still, you know, some, sometimes when we, use, we go to our bench, we, we don't end up winning that fourth quarter, and we ended up winning that fourth quarter. So that tells you there's a lot of positive there with them. How nice is that to see the, the bench contribute at this point in the season, especially we're getting – you know, not that many games left, a handful of games left in the, in the regular season to see them all kind of shine, especially here this late in the year. Well, I, the the positive that I get out of it is is they're still um, invested. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's easy when, when you're not playing very much and, and you got to sit and, and watch some games and some games you get to play, some games you don't, that 
you become uh, disinterested uh, or you don't want to get better. And, and I think uh, every kid that, that we have on our team is still invested and, and, it, and, and very excited, not only for the kids on the floor, but when they get their opportunity. I've got to ask this for Coach Knack. Bryn McCormick knocked down a three. Uh, what was that like seeing her, her get a, a three to go down? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, you know, she um, she said earlier in the week uh, that she was. It had been a while before she'd made a three, and and you don't ever want to, <laughs> you know, um, be negative uh, about those things. But yeah, she she struggled a little bit with her confidence, but it was nice to see her. I thought she was. Very, her body language was positive. I thought she was aggressive playing, and, and so it, it's nice to see that development with her. You mentioned Brent, but also the other bench players. You know, you see you and Monet, you guys see them working every day at practice and working their tails off, you know, to, to get those minutes and then being able to see them, you know, come out and, and not just be able to play but also be able to contribute. That's huge as well. It is. It's, it's very important for us. You know, you're, you you never know when, when something, um, you know, you get an injury or, you know, off the court issues, something happens and, and somebody goes down. Uh, I, I feel really good about our bench that, that we have some kids that could step in there and, and we not lose very much. Monet, nine points and five rebounds for you against Cloud County. We talked about Sissoko down low. What was, first off, what was it like uh, guarding her? I'm, I'm sure she made you better on Saturday. Oh, yes. Um, you know, just because of our size within the team, we've always been faced with adversity, dealing with their bigger postman. So normally going into the game, you know, just have the mindset you have to be smart, play smart, not get in foul trouble. And that was just the, the mindset. But, you know, she's definitely a good post player. And she I'm, I guarantee you she definitely made some tough shots. So, you know, it taught me a lot. But just defending her, you know, you have to learn how to just take it as it comes and just roll with the punches. All right, Mo, you knocked down a three Saturday. <laughs> Second straight Saturday, you've hit a three. Uh, a lot of people have talked about your reactions oh. after you knocked down those threes. Uh, are you expecting that they, they don't go in or, or what? No, um, I'm going to say, um, you know, I've probably had a little dry spell, you know, with my three-point percentage, and I've been putting in a lot of work. So when they actually go in, it just means a lot because it feels like my work's been paying off, you know. Coach, you're not your head there. Well, I agree with her. I mean, she's been coming in in the mornings and shooting with Coach Kirk, and it, it's helped. It's, it's paid off. It's, uh, like you said, she's, she's made uh, in back-to-back -back games, you know, threes, and, and you see her shooting it with more confidence. And, and uh, you know, the way we're playing, we're, you know, she's, we're spacing the floor. She's getting out and playing some behind three. And, and when we can drive it downhill and, and find her, um, you know, it, it makes us so much more tougher to guard when, when she can make that, that uh, perimeter three. Knocked down 12 threes in that game against Cloud County, including seven different players knocked down at least one three. It was definitely our, our best shooting <laughs> night that we've had in a while. Um, 12 was a lot of threes for us. And, uh, on, on Wednesday, we're going to have to shoot the basketball well from three against Cali because they're, they're going to mix it up. They're, they're going to throw a lot of things at us. And, and so we're going to have to shoot the basketball with just as much confidence as we did in the arena on Saturday. Speaking of Cali, we'll talk about them in just a moment. Dragon Talk brought to you by Midwest Superstore, as well as Fee Insurance, First National Bank, All-American Electric, Edward Jones agent Darren Wicks, Elite Real Estate agent Kelly Lanham, E&M Plumbing, Heartland Outdoors, Royer Brothers Tree Service, and Pools Plus. Blue Dragons, again, ranked number one in the country on the road in Arc City on a Wednesday, taking on the Cali Tigers. They are just 12-12, and 12, but, Coach, they just knocked off Dodge City at home. It's a scary game. It really <laughs> is. Um, you know, and, and just because of, you know, what you said to, to start the show, um, you know, they, they, they're coming off of uh, – a great performance against a very talented Dodge uh, team, and um, you know, the, in, in that game, Dodge didn't shoot it very well from three. Um, and you know, if you go on the road and, and you decide that you can't make baskets, you better be able to guard and, and create turnovers and transition baskets. And if if we get into you know a half court offense, they um, their their defensive style can can cause problems for us. It's always an extremely tough place to play down there in, in Arc City as well. 
It is. It, it, you know, they, they've got, uh, uh, you know, great support there. I'm, I'm assuming that they'll have a great crowd on, on a Wednesday night. Uh, they'll have a lot of kids there. And uh, it, it's, uh, it's just a difficult place to play. Now, this is a, a Cali team that shoots the basketball extremely well from the, from the foul line. They get there a lot, and they knock down 73% of their free throws. Yeah, so, you know, we're going to have to um, play without fouling defensively. Um, we're going to have to be really solid. And, and again, they've, they've got another post player uh, that, that is uh, very talented. And uh, you know, we'll have to uh, also double her. And, and then um, it, it'll put us in some rotations. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see how our kids react when, when we go on the road for, for being – uh, the number one ranked team in the country for the first time. You defeated Cali back in uh, earlier this year, or earlier back in December, December 9th. Uh, you defeated them 72-47. Just mentioned you got to keep them on the free throw line. That's the game that they knocked down 21 of their 24 free throws. Yeah, you guys won by, by 25 points, but you got to keep them off the foul line. And, and, and really, you mentioned uh, uh, Mingay for them. She's a really good player down low, a six foot three sophomore, averaging 11 points and just over nine and a half rebounds. And she's a player you really have to contain down low. She's good. Uh, um, you know, they're not real deep, right. um, so they're, I think they played uh, on Saturday against uh, Dodge City. They played uh, five kids for almost 40 minutes. So uh, we're, we're going to try to get the tempo going, uh, play fast, uh, get it get it going up and down, and then hopefully, you know, our depth. Uh, we'll, we'll pay dividends uh, for us uh, on the road. And uh, not only do, do they have a, a great post player, their foreman is, is really talented, um, leading them in scoring. And you can go ahead and try to say her name. Pishlak. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, she'll, she'll be another tough matchup for, for Haley. And um, like you said, we, uh, we, we can't foul them and, and put them uh, to the foul line. And, uh, they're going to p- try to play a half-court game and, and really try to confuse us with uh, uh, triangles and two, uh, two-three zone, man-to-man, and and we're we're going to have to to recognize and and uh, you know see what, what what they're giving us. Monet, for you to be able to play you know a post play like this, back-to-back games, you played really good post players uh, with Sissoko now with Mingay on on Wednesday. I'm sure that makes you a lot better player just to be able to kind of you know, really put yourself up against those two. Yes, uh, you know, it's a challenge every game, but every game you learn something new, you get better, and you, you, you know, you progress in everything that you do. All right, Coach, let's talk a little bit about Monet Duffy, the sophomore from Lafayette, Louisiana, and the recruiting process getting her here to Hutchinson. Well, Coach, um, Kirk was uh, really the, um, the behind her recruiting and um, uh, and found her and and. <laughs> You know, she was. She's really a, a type of player that um, we've missed uh, in in the last oh I don't know four or five years. Uh, we we really felt like she she was going to be a, a great four man for us, uh, a kid who could um, play around the rim and play out on the perimeter. But unfortunately, you know, this year um, she's really had to play the post and uh, for us because you know we don't have any post players, so we moved her to the five man and. Uh, kind of changed our style and uh, so she's adapted uh, she's done what whatever we've asked her to do and and really has has improved um, so much as a player with um, she's gotten better at you know, shooting the basketball from the perimeter um, from from year one to year two uh, she's much better defensively mm-hmm. uh, for us uh, uh, she's physical you know she's always been a great rebounder you know that that's probably uh, most the biggest strength is is her ability to, to chase rebounds and how she elevates and uh, that that's where she um, really sets our, our team apart from everyone else. Monet, let's go back to August of last school year. So your first year at Hutch CC, uh, what was that transition like from Lafayette, Louisiana, to Hutchinson, Kansas? I'm not gonna lie, it was tough. But uh, you know, sitting here now as a sophomore, being with coach for like my second year, you know, I have no regrets and. Just the JUCO ride, the JUCO experience is just a phenomenal one. What does it mean to you to be, you know, a Hutchinson Community College women's basketball player? It means, like, a lot. It means everything. Honestly, the community, you know, 
all the fans, the energy that you get from there is just a is an experience, and you know I'm very privileged to have this opportunity. You and Journey played a lot last year, obviously, and now you guys are your sophomores here at Hutch CC. What has that uh, that friendship been like? You know, evolving from last year until now. Uh, you know, it, me and Journey have always been tight. You know, we fuss at each other, but at the end of the day, we love each other and we see eye to eye. You know, but it works for us and. I think it has also reflected on the court. You know, I mean, Journey can throw a mean pass now, so you got to be able to catch it. But, yeah, it's definitely a, you know, a great friendship and an opportunity to play with her. So you feel like your head's always on a swivel looking where Journey is at with the basketball? Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you feel like you have grown the most? You know, Coach mentioned your your defense, your three-point shooting from last year. Where do you feel like you've grown the most from last season this season? This season, um... I probably feel like I've grown the most defending, honestly, because, you know, making that transition from the four to playing the five, you have to – well, it's obviously that you need it, you mm-hmm. know, to make that position, that transition. And you're just learning how to stay focused. And whatever he asks of me, I do the best of my ability. You know, he talks me through it. We walk through it, asks lots of questions, and it just makes it easier. But it's been an experience. What do you want to continue to grow on this season and in the in the rest of your career as well? Well, I definitely want to shoot more threes and hit them. Definitely want to do that. But honestly, you know, continue to rebound, continue to play hard, continue to be, you know, the best leader that I could be for my team just to make it all the way. You know, we, we got our minds set on going to Wyoming. So, you know, not just that, just winning the uh, region tournament here. We just have our minds set on that, so we're just trying to stay focused. Uh, let's go back to Monet Duffy's childhood. Were you born and raised in Lafayette? Yes, sir. So what was it like growing up in Lafayette, and then at, w- at what point did you pick up a basketball for the first time and, and know that was your sport? Uh, well, my whole life, you know, all it was five of us in the family, but uh, my sister actually picked up the ball first. So whatever she did, I did. You know, she moved, I moved. So as uh, we progressed and got older in high school, we uh, went to Lafayette Christian Academy and just – when she quit, I was like, man, I was like, Let, let's do this, you know, and just, I just learned to find the love for the game, and just, it was amazing, you know. Did you play any other sports in Lafayette, Christian? Yes, I played softball, and I ran track. <laughs> why, why are you laughing? Did you not like those two? Or? Uh, no, it's not that, it's, you know, track is, um, how, how I want to put this, uh, Track is different. What events, what events did you do? Uh, the 4x1, the 4x2, the 4x4. So the, the lot of running, yeah. Do <laughs> you feel like that's helped you, though, now to your college basketball career? Yes. Honestly, you know, the, the trainers and the coaches back in high school, they really, like, they would break us, but they would uh, mentally prepare us for, you know, college. You know, it's not always going to be easy, <laughs> but you can get through it, you know, just take it one thing at a time, you know. What's your major here at Hutch CC, and what do you plan to do with that uh, moving forward? Uh, my major is in mass communications. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to be a meteorologist or, if not, a, a sports broadcaster. There you go. You know? <laughs> I think you'd be pretty good at that. Yeah. So what, where did you get that meteorology background? Is that something that you've always looked at, or is it just something you, eh, you can get paid for being wrong? Yeah, you know, I, a lot of people don't think about it like that. So when I tell them, they're like, yeah, you know, you're right. You're actually right. But no. Just growing up in Louisiana, we've always had a lot of hurricanes. So when I told my mom, I was like, you know, I think I want to be a meteorologist. She was like, really? And I was like, yeah, I always go outside when there's a hurricane. She's like, mm, okay, whatever. <laughs> so that's where you, you want to be a, you know, a storm chaser, basically? Yeah. She's not too fond of that idea, but it's okay. <laughs> All right, Monet, well, it's been a pleasure to watch you this season. and look forward to re- watching the rest of your Blue Dragon career. Thank you, thank you. And that was Monet Duffy joining us. Coach, uh, as always, pleasure uh, talking with you. Look forward to uh, seeing you on Wednesday nights in Arc City. Okay. And that was head coach John Anches joining us here. AJ's at the Alley. As that will wrap up another Blue Dragon or another Dragon Talk here from AJ's at the Alley on the women's side against the top-ranked Blue Dragon women, number one in the country, taking on Cali on a Wednesday evening. Pre-game coverage begins at 5.15. Tip-off from W.S. Scott Auditorium is set for 5.30 on Wednesday evening between the Blue Dragons and the Tigers. Stay tuned. Glenn Grunwald will have head coach Tommy DeSalm, and we'll talk Blue Dragon men, who the men's basketball team off to a 20-3 and three start. They are ranked 15th in 
the country. Stay tuned for that on the other side of this break. That's going to do it. I'm Sean Boston saying so long from AJ's Anthe Alley. It's the Dragon Talk here on BW. Here's the latest forecast from the KS Storm Info Weather Center on BW Radio. A pleasant start to the week, and it'll be nice through midweek. We cool from around 50 this afternoon to 27 overnight. The evening a bit cool, but little wind. Plentiful sunshine tomorrow and Wednesday with highs near 60 and lows around freezing. Cooler Thursday, but still sunny. High 52, then cooler to end the week. I'm Scott Roberts in the KS Storm Info Weather Center. Right now at the HutchPost.com newsroom, it's 46. It's time for Dragon Talk on BW Radio. BW Sports Director Glenn Grenwald is live from AJ's at the Alley with Hutch CC men's basketball coach Tommy DeSong. Let's get the latest on Blue Dragon men's basketball with Glenn Grenwald on KWBW 1450 AM and 98.5 FM. Uh, hi and good evening everybody and welcome to AJ's at the Alley. It's time for Dragon Talk with Tommy DeSong, Eric Nietzsche as well joining us and I just had had Monet on here and uh, she cost me some money there tonight from Three Point Land coach. Well, that's good. <laughs> it's for a good cause. It was over eight thousand yeah. dollars raised, by the way, for. Uh, the I'm just glad we hit seven. I didn't I'm, know if we did. I didn't did know too. if we hit more than a couple. I was a little bit worried because I knew we were capable of lighting them up, but uh, anyway, it ended up being a good night, and we really appreciate everybody coming out and. And helping out with uh, the Arena kind of uh, Cancer Council, and that was a good cause. It was a good game. You got a nice win over Cloud. Cloud's one of those teams that uh, uh, they cut it down to nine one time late in the ball game. You guys had a nice 42-22 lead, a 20-point lead at halftime, but then they kind of got a little hot. They're one of those ones that could get you if, if you allowed no, them the that, opportunity. They're, they're really good. I mean, they're they're a really good team. We just hit some shots early and. And they're a really good defensive team, and we showed that we can be a good defensive team. But they, we had some, we were really active early, and, and Cam and Tino hit some tough shots uh, early in that game. But you know, I had all in my mind it wasn't going to be like any type of walkover. They're they're too good for that, and they have a lot of pride, and a lot of good sophomores uh, that know how to play. And then they they kind of made it into a, a real. They're always really physical, but I thought they their their mindset coming out to start the second half was even more physical. They were they were way more physical offensively coming at us, and we we expected that. And they made some tough plays, and but I thought it was a big deal for us to to answer the bell. I mean, mm-hmm. they they cut it to nine, and then Dallas hits a three over in the left wing corner that brings it right back to twelve, and it just settled us down. Uh, I thought we were a little bit of a panic mode for just a second, and. That media timeout, I believe it was a media timeout. Maybe they took a timeout, but there was a timeout. It wasn't us, but they, we settled down when we hit that three, and then we, did, we didn't look back from there. I think it was 13-2 to two run after that. and that's a, that's a compliment to our players. I mean, that's a, that's a winning attribute that if you can, you can answer another team's run with a run for yourself, and, and we're not, you know, it's, we're not a high-flying, explosive team that we'd like to be on how we play where it is a game of runs but we can do some things and we're getting better at some things and and we had some really some kids really step up the other night that that played some some big minutes you know jp got in foul trouble and uh he had two and then russ did a good job him and kobe did a good job and russell's been doing a great job but they did a good job solidifying us there in the first half but then JP kind of picked up his third, and we were going to keep him out there. Then within a couple of possessions, he got an offensive foul on him, so it's his fourth foul, and uh, with a lot of time left, I was thinking there was like twelve something left, and and I thought Russell just really stepped up defensively, effort, but offensively he doesn't show in the stats a lot with Russ, other than his assists, but he's he's not turning it over, and he plays with great pace, and boy, that takes a lot of pressure off of a JP and 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 off our guys, and our guys really like playing with him and for him. Yeah, he also had four assists, which uh, <coughs> is is big in the ball game, along with uh, Tino Simon. Simon with the double double, sixteen rebounds, fourteen points. But Dallas Whitney had an outstanding game; only missed one shot, and that was a three point shot. He had nineteen points and uh, really he played. Led he, us. he played well. He answered the bell and the. Where Cameron was hot in the first half, and and they really keyed on him, real physical in the second half. Cameron Thomas, and then, but Dallas really answered the bell. He hit he had some big shots at opportune times, both both from the perimeter. And what I really like about him is he's 
he is a special, special player, and I think he's starting to learn that. And that's, you know, he was a kid that redshirted at Benedictine last year, and, and so he's had to – he fights some things. Just You know, you're, you're trying to get your game back after sitting out a year and confidence and things like that. But he's he's a special kid that, that the sky's the limit for him going forward. Both, And he is such an elite, an elite basketball player. Now he's starting to learn how to score with that. But defensively, he does he does more for us than ever show up in the stat sheet. He covers a lot of our, myself included, our butts a lot just by being an elite defender. He plays outstanding. Like you said, uh, uh, out of Kansas City, he played uh, uh, out of North Kansas City, and uh, he's done a good job coming from Benedictine. But he's he's uh, gave you some good points the other night. And uh, Simon just about had a double-double already by halftime. He had nine rebounds at halftime. And had double digits. Uh, that's what he's supposed so to do. He's, he's, <laughs> and that's why he, no, he had a couple no. of gigantic rebounds. And that's how Coach Knack even described it. I mean, he can really sky. Yeah, but he's just, I think he's really coming into his own, getting his sea legs underneath him of playing in this, this high level league and how, how, how you have to show up every night. Where he was playing last year, I don't think he has to show up every night to put up numbers, but here you have to. Mm-hmm. And I think he's, he's come back from Christmas and he's, he's been a, he's been a monster and, and, and all these guys are, are marked men now. You know, you get this late in the conference, everybody knows who the other team's best players are, and now we're stepping up in class this week, and you got they got to be ready. Got a couple of big games uh, coming up this week. Of course, Wednesday night down at Cali, trying to get one back from them, and then uh, returning home on Saturday afternoon as Butler comes to town. That'll be a, a Hall of Fame uh, afternoon as well. Let's talk about the Pratt game a little bit. I'm going to bring Eric Nietzsche in a little bit. Number one, he can't get the smile off his face with that Kansas City uh, Chiefs win yesterday. Ever since he's been with me, <laughs> he's been the two World Series and yeah. four Super Bowls. I mean, yeah, as a Chiefs and Royals it. guy, that's pretty good. It gets yeah. it gets hard to handle sometimes. Yeah. Now I just I just become a Royal fan and a Chiefs fan. Yeah, there you so go. Stay with it. Don't fight it, right, Coach? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't, don't fight it. But uh, that was a great win yesterday. Of course, in overtime, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on coming up. But let's talk about that Pratt game, is which you handled Pratt uh, uh, fairly easily, one hundred nine to seventy eight. But that's a tough place to go play basketball down there, as you well know. It is. It's uh, the, uh, the the main key of that game. You know where where Pratt is on this in the standings currently. That they're extremely talented uh and the main main part of that game was the first you know like coach always has media timeout five ten minutes and i think our guys did as good as we could have done in in that stretch to really set the tone and they uh pratt fought but but to a certain extent i mean i think the way we came out and how hard our guys were playing how connected they were how the ball was moving and, and yeah there were some shots going in but the ball was really moving and, and defensively we we really took a couple of their guys out and uh yeah they, they executed that at the beginning of both halves i think as good as we had all year and, and it is a tough place to play but I, I think we took a lot of the juice out of the gym in those in the first segments of both halves yeah, i think it was 11 nothing to start yeah and that's a good start. That's a, it, things go a lot smoother when you get that big jump uh, uh, as, as a whole. This team's been really good. Really, this whole second semester of home and away of starting the game, and we've had teams that don't do that ever. And this team you know, really, really has come out strong. Other than the Barton game, and we weren't that bad against Barton. It was twelve to twelve for a long time. And uh, but every game since we've been here, we've we've come out strong. Even even against Cloud, I think it was thirteen to four or something yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. that's a big deal, especially when when you're when you're a marked team. You know, you don't want to give them any any extra motivation or any hope and staying in it. But there's you've got to take care of business, man, against the lower half of this league this year. And it's a it's a weird year in the league, and you don't want to be the team. I mean, the top five in this league, I don't believe, have lost to the lower half, and and. Yeah. You, you you've got to maintain that and keep keep staying on edge because to me every game is a and we talk about it we don't shy away from it we every game is is an opportunity for a national tournament bid i mean that's you, yep. you got you got to take care of business i mean i, I go back to last year i think coffeeville's a national tournament team but they lose at northwest tech nothing bad against northwest tech but i'm saying that cost them a national mm-hmm. tournament bid so yep, you, sure did. you've got to take care of you got to have the maturity to take care of things and and Put yourself in the best situation possible. Yeah, and we're looking pretty good with those 20 wins. By the way, congratulations on 20 wins. That's kind of a, a, 
a line mark to some extent, a water mark. Especially of, uh, when you play the schedule yeah, we play. Exactly, yeah. in the kind of league that we're in right now, 20 leagues, uh, twenty win seasons are far and in between to some extent, and it takes a special team to be able to get there. And you're able to, able to get there this year already with that win the other, other day as well. Dragon Talk sponsors for Tommy DeSam is Midwest Superstore. We'll thank the Midwest Superstore for the uh, uh, getting the pink out uh, d- uh, afternoon uh, last Saturday. They were the underwriters of that as well, and they underwrite both the Dragon Talk with John Onges as well as with Tommy DeSam. Other ones, uh, David Foster with the YMCA of Hutchison, Holland Express and Hutch, Brad Pryor with Papa John's, Mike McMahon, BSN Sports, and also uh, Sterling College Athletics, DJ Kaufman Insurance Agency, Home Instead with Todd and Cindy Miller, Triple L Express by Planet Plain Fun, excuse me, Plain Fun LLC, and also Adams Brown Technology Specialist in Ventures Findings. All fine sponsors that make Dragon Talk available to you. We've got a couple more left in this month uh, coming up, and then uh, we'll, we'll get set for the Region 6 tournament that will be just around the corner. But this season's flown by. I don't know, Eric, it, it seems like every year it just gets quicker and quicker and faster and faster. But here we are, 20-3 and three on the season, getting set to – to, uh, in the second round of the league already, and it's a tough league going down to Cali coming up on Wednesday. It is, and, and just like Coach said, I mean, the, the league is, and just like he said, we don't shy away from it. The, the, the league, is, league is really unique this year um, and, and just handling your business against every team, but, but those teams that are in the bottom half to where, but now the way the schedule did set up where we have, I think starting with with Cloud, we, the top six or whatever, there's some mm-hmm. separations. But starting uh, Saturday, we, we play every top team still left on the schedule. So it, it should be really fun down the stretch. A tough one coming up. It'll be a great place. Great place to play. Yeah. It's the best environment. Yeah. It'll be the best environment that, you know, unless we, you know, as we get later here, get in the region tournament with us hosting it, if you can get those semis and then the national tournament, obviously that's one one set of atmosphere. But. Going to Cali, we know what we're going to expect, and they have a great student student body, and especially with, with Hutch coming to town, I mean, it's going to be a packed house and uh, loud. And, and there will be got, pictures you of be, you up in the stands. Oh, yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be, uh, but it'll be a great atmosphere. I mean, that's what you yeah, want. That's exactly. what you want to play. You'd rather play in a atmosphere like that than, than playing in front of 20 people, you know, and so it's going to be a – and it's a great old gym to play in, good shooting gym, and – and you're going to have to be ready to play. I mean, they're number nine or ten in the country. So uh, that's what an, op- yeah, what an opportunity. Number nine, coach. What an opportunity we have. They, uh, they're a good team, and uh, the fans are right on top of you. It's kind of one of the old style uh, uh, gyms, you know. You were down there yep. for a long time. So, and Donnie's done a nice job down there. He's done a great job, and they got a great team, you know. And they, uh, we don't feel like we gave them our best effort here the last game before Christmas break, and. Uh, they're going to make adjustments. We're going to make adjustments. We're a totally different team than we were, whatever that date was, December 9th. That was or December 10th. 9th. Yeah, yeah that I mean, was game number 12. We were, we're, we're a way tougher and more versatile team than we were then and a different team, but, but so are they. And they've, they've probably more than anybody in this league that we play, uh, they shoot it at multiple positions. They have the ability to shoot it at multiple positions from the arc. Uh, than probably any other team. So you've got to be you, – your defensive connectedness has, has got to be really, really good of, you know, you can't leave certain people open because they, they can put four guys out there a lot of times that all have the, the ability to shoot from the, from the three, and that's, that's, that's not normal this year. Some years in this league it is normal, and, and you've got to be really, really good at every position. But this year it's not that way, but they are, they are a team that – uh, can really really shoot it from the perimeter, and then they they make a few like they did against us here, and they get us stretched out, and then they hurt us inside, and they got a really I mean their big kid had the most perfect game ever against us here, and and uh, hopefully we'll be better. I just know we are a lot tougher, and we are we've been really good on the road, man. True road games, we're undefeated, and I like our personality on the road, and uh, we play. We we've seen you know, but being an inside out team this year. Uh, that helps you on the road, and so you hope you, hope you can get up. I think it, just like every game, but I think those first two media timeouts, man, you got to be in it to to take some of the crowd out of it and to, to have give yourself a chance, you know. And, and uh, I'm excited. I, I think the guys will be excited. Hopefully, we can. We've got a few guys that are battling some illness, but I think we're going to be out of that 
by tomorrow afternoon, good. and we'll have a chance to, good, good to, to be full, full strength. The Thomas kid had 21 points. He was perfect. Nine, he didn't miss. Nine. Yeah. He didn't miss. But he he just one to, free throws all he missed. I think he hit one three. It was weird yeah, up top. Yeah, but then the rest of them, he never had to move outside of two feet. So mm-hmm. hopefully we're, we're a lot yeah. better than, uh, on the – Post-defense, hopefully we're a lot better at that than we were the first go-around. Dallas Whitney led us with 14 points, had a good game. Still missed 10, 10 shots. He was 6 for 16 and 1 for 4. But We were just really bad that night. Yeah, it was, we, we were, trailed by 5 at halftime. Kind of looked like we were going to get back in, and all of a sudden they took off and now scored us 48-40 in that second half of play. But we only shot 32.9% for the game, and that's below what we've been doing. Yeah, we're just, we're just, you know, and again, they are too. I mean, they're, they've developed into a, who they are, and we've developed into who we are, and we're just a way, way different offense and defensive team than the first go-around. They, they, they did lose recently to Barton down in Cali, so, so Barton was able to get them by two down there. That was a war back and forth, so they're Barton right now up on top, and we're we're tied with Cali, and of course with the win, they, they break that tiebreaker, but we got a chance to, to crawl just back on Just try to, way to find a way to get a split. I mean, never between them and Barton, you just want to get a split somehow, some way, no matter how you have to do it, and those are two really, really, again, they're both top ten teams for a reason, and and we're really good, too. I mean, we're 15th in the country. I think we should be probably a little bit higher, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I think this league is still really, really good. And it, 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 it tests you night in, night out differently. And there's going to be somewhere down the road here in these last seven games, six and seven games for teams, there's going to be an upset somewhere. And we just don't want to be that team. So away coming up on Wednesday night, uh, Sean and, and Darren will have the call down there for everybody down in Cali. And it's short drive really down to Arc City, a good place to go watch some basketball. And then we turn back and come back here for an afternoon game. I like the afternoon games. We have Butler coming to town coming up on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, uh, regarding Butler there, just like Coach said, they're probably the only game this semester where – were really different than what we were. I mean, we, we were much different when we came back. That was the first game after Christmas break. But but uh, both teams were uh, really, really out of shape. We, we were we were in a little better shape, uh-huh. but both teams were. You could tell it was the first game back, and, and I think that will, speaking on that Saturday game, that, that, that will be a, a really high-level game of two teams that are trending in the right direction. Um, and, 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 you know, right now, I mean, most important things today and tomorrow but I mean right now that that game we snuck in there and got Butler was was really big because we were we haven't had a lot of win or loss we haven't had a lot of close games but that was one of the very few that was and there, there was some guys that really stepped up there defensively yeah, and offensively we, we were down five it looked like doom and gloom you know and then we made yeah. some plays and find a way to steal one and that's that's you know it's going to be a big opportunity. I, I'm just excited about the week to see our guys, and I know, I know our guys are excited. They've been really good, always after losses this year. They've been great. Now it's their first chance in the conference schedule to to play somebody that that beat them. And I know our guys are are looking forward to it. And you got to play so well to get a to get a win against a quality team on the road. But you just gotta you got to do things. And they were. The ones I did have out there today, they're they're you can tell their attention to details at a high level, and that this team's getting every day, man. They just get smarter and smarter. I mean, we we did a scout on on Cloud or on Saturday morning before at you know 11 a.m. and mm-hmm. we didn't have to do anything dummy or lie. We just talked, you know, we talked and and walked through things, but their attention and their basketball IQ. One, they have we have some guys that have real high basketball IQ naturally, but some of them are really they're they're taking it upon themselves to to learn how to how to do a scouting report, how to how to watch film, how to do these things, and and they have a great memory. I mean, Kyle Pugh, our our other assistant, is about as good at scouting a game as as I've been around, and and they pulled one out on him and the scout against Cloud. They remembered a play that wasn't on the scout, you know, and it was but that. That means they're really bought in and their attention to detail is at a high level. And you just, I like our team just because even though we can say, hey, Cam's playing this and doing that, but it's it's hard for anybody to really key on one person with us, you know, and, and there's a lot of different guys that can get it done. I just know going to Cali and knowing Donnie as well as Eric and I know Donnie, Anything that's our strength, just like we're going to do, anything that's our strength, they're going to try to make it, take that away. And so it's, it's uh, always a real personal, personal game. And, and 
and our guys will, will be ready for it. I'm, I'm excited for them to go down in that environment because I think it will be the best environment we play in all year. Well, you know what day it is on Wednesday? Valentine's Day. It's baby. Valentine's yeah. Day. And what that you time of year when you, like I said, it can be win or lose, but how you're playing then, you know, I'm, I'm not saying we're going undefeated or anything like that, but I think who you are come Valentine's Day in, in basketball is, is a big deal. And I think there's two types of teams that time of year, ones that are – that could be really good, that are ready to keep going. Ones could be not very good record-wise, but are they're ready to keep going. Or you could be the other way around, you know, like, hey, man, this is we're done. You're either you going know? up yeah. or you're going down. One and two, I think there's a, an opportunity. And like I told the guys, this isn't our season on Wednesday night or anything like that. I mean, you gotta you got to go and, and keep staying the course of putting together a great season. And that's what they've done so far. They've put themselves in a great great situation to to have some goals that you go into every season that are all still available you know and and but i'm excited just because of what i said earlier this team has a even when we weren't playing great when we lost we'd run off wins you know and we'd come back into practice and now we're we've we've put together some great days of practice since we've been back from christmas of of a real attention and and have a mindset i think we just have a lot better idea of who we are and what we're trying to do uh, and a lot of that is is the players, man. The players players are going to tell the coaches what's up. They might not tell you point blank by words, but their actions will tell you what they like, uh, things they like offensively, things they like defensively. And we're developing that right now. And then, and and that's I think that's the job of the coaching staff is to find a way to. Yeah, you say listen to your players. Yeah, but they, they don't come out and say much. Mm-hmm. But. They will show you what their actions of the things that they really like and the things they don't like, and I think that's the job of the coaching staff to put them in the best situation possible. That what suits them for them to have the best chances. Success. Well, and also you get that reinforcement from when they do what you what you tell them to do, and and they they buy into it. I guess that's the <laughs> words I'm trying to define is that buy into, and it makes uh, for a lot more enjoyable uh, for you as coaches to be able to uh, work with them. And, and, and I know you really like this team. They're having an understanding of how hard. One, how good at everything everybody is, and and they're like you said the buy-in, but they're the buy-in to the detail. I mean, you got to be bought into the little bitty things if you want to be good. You know, even if you're a high-flying team or more of a half-court team or in between, little the little details of every game. There, there's plays in every game, whether it's in the first four minutes or last four minutes, that are that are winning that are winning things, winning plays. That have to be done, you know, and, and I'll say this all year, and I say it to our team. We talk about it. When we rebound, often, we, 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 we can be pretty elite. But when we rebound on both ends, I, it's tough to beat us. And, and the games that we've gotten beat or it's been close, that rebounding number's close or we got we got our butts whipped. You know, against Cali the first time, mm-hmm. against Barton, against uh, NOC Tonkawal, I mean, it, they, they wore us out on the glass. But we are an elite team. On the uh, rebounding, and when we have that mindset, uh, like I thought, I thought Saturday's game against Cloud, I thought we could have won by 40, and that's not again nothing against Cloud, but we gave up second chance points and extra shots in the in the first 10 minutes of the second half. That's why they cut it to nine. It wasn't anything offensively or anything defensively, but it was finishing the possessions. And when we do that, we 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 are a pretty special group. Well, and those rebounds you're talking about gives you those extra possessions that are so important. And uh, like I said, you taught me to look at a stat sheet totally different than, than I ever did over my 30, 39 years of doing this. And, and and you're right, the extra possessions are so important, and you got to get those. Yeah, and it's and that's that's the best three-point shot you can get percentage-wise yeah, is off of an offensive rebound. Special thanks to Midwest Superstore, the underwriter for both Dragon Talk, both with uh, John Anches as well as Tommy Desham. Uh, also, special thanks to David Foster with the YMCA. Holiday Inn Express, Brad Pryor, uh, Pryor, excuse me, with Papa John's, Mike McMahon uh, with ABSN Sports, Sterling College Athletics, DJ Coffin Insurance Agency, Home Instead with Todd and Cindy Miller, Triple L Express by Plain Fun LLC, Adams Brown Technology Specialist in Wichita, as well as also Fincher's Findings right here in Hutchinson and in Medicine Lodge. Fine sponsors. Like, like you said earlier, man, what a... It was good to see Kurt from Midwest there on Saturday yeah. and, the, and their crew, but they do an unbelievable job. I mean, we were – they're just really special people, and for them to do what they do for all of Hutch Tuco and, and for Hutchinson College uh, Athletics is 
Well, that that's not normal. You nope. know, what, what, nope, what, a, sure what an unbelievable partnership we have. I thanked him as well. He turned it around to me and said, "No, thank you." And I just thought that's that's a class uh, that's a class facility right there. And and again, underwriting both of these shows here at AJ's, we appreciated what AJ's does for us too. Here, uh, don't forget about AJ's at the alleys. It's a fine uh, facility here. Great pizza, great food, and it's a great great way. Let's talk about Cam Thomas real quick. He he just keeps he just quietly gets it done. I looked at it today, all of a sudden, there he, there he is having his standard game of 15 points, three for six from outside the arc, six for ten overall. He just quietly gets it done. He's, uh, yeah, we, we talk about all the time, um, not as much to him because it's, it's kind of that doesn't need to be explained, you know, to be understood. But but he's, uh, he, he his points, I think we said this last week or the week before, I mean, when it's talking about his points, he's, He's as efficient as there is, and he gets the pulse of a game at a really, really high level and the pulse of when he needs to do or not do something. And, I mean, the numbers say what they are. I mean, he's got to be one of, if not the best shooter in the country. I mean, he's a legit 50% three-point shooter, and that is an incredibly hard thing to do. I mean, Everybody knows the 40% clip's really good. I mean, he, he's a 50% guy, and, and we see it every day in practice. And, and, uh, and the, the connection that he and Coach have, and, and just I think through the flow of a game, you know, Cam could play 35 or 40 minutes. He, he knows when he, when he needs to come out, get his blow, and he, he's, he's, he's really taken a huge step this semester on, when he is on the bench. He is really engaged to the game. Not that he wasn't before, but, but he's – by and large saying the right things to his teammates and and we all know when a a really good player mm-hmm. one of your better players is saying the right things so that that's a huge thing for your team. Gave you close to 36 minutes at yeah. too. Yeah. That's that's a lot of minutes. Yeah, and I just game. he is uh he has a high high basketball IQ and he but he also saying that has a like coach Eric just said he has a great pulse for his teammates and he doesn't he doesn't have to go score 25 or get 20 shots to feel like he's a huge part of it, and that's that's rare in today's world. And, and he knows who he is. He's gotten a lot better. Second semester with what we've changed, he's he's more versatile. He already had that, but he's he's more versatile for us where he can teams, you know, the way we were playing first semester, teams probably could have keyed on him easier, and he was just he's probably 80% three-point shooter, 20% the rest, and now he's – and it was like Pratt the other night. He just he goes in. They're trying to they're trying to rough him up, and he just goes inside, post mm-hmm. up, and gets a lot of two pointers before he sets up his three. You know, it's he can do a lot of different things, and his skill level. I haven't had many like him that are all three level scorers. They can they can score at the rim with a hammer dunk or a good post move. He can score at 15 feet over you. He has great feel, and he can shoot the lights out with range. I mean, that's a. That's a three-headed monster right there. I mean, that's a pro. I mean, that's what he is. He has a chance to be a pro at this game. Uh, but he's also, every day, he's wanting to learn. I, we, we try to challenge him every day on different things that are going to make him better, and, and he's really bought into that of him not having a, a soft day because when your best player comes to work every day and, and wants to work and practice and wants to do what the coaches are asking, then you've got a chance to be really good, you know, and, and he's done that, especially since the break. I mean, he's he's really done that. People don't – I mean, he was – the last three games, four games before the break, he was sicker than – I mean, we, we he was done, you know. And the last time we played Cali, he was 20% of himself. Uh, and he's come back and hopefully – hopefully with the couple of guys we have out today, it's nothing major, but – That stuff that's going around. Yeah, yeah. but th- these would be the last two that – haven't had it yeah so it's i'd rather have it right now than than a month from now you know so get it done get that immunity built up and 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 let's go but it's going to be hard to keep anybody out on wednesday night one more thing against pratt you were uh let me see here you were 17 out of 24 from the from the free throw line and against uh uh against cloud you were outstanding and you're 20 out of 23. That that's it. That's a strength. That's all. That that's a stat. That's all. And we're not became strength. And we're not working on it. I mean, I'm, that's true. But the I mean, season is taking care yeah, of itself. They, they, they better, start. Yeah. They start getting more and more comfortable at that line, and you know, like Dallas is getting more and more comfortable because he's getting more and more opportunities. He's being more aggressive. You don't you don't shy away from that line, and and it's there's two ways you go with that, and I've been around it all where you shoot a lot of free throws, but 
this year we haven't shot hardly any. No. <laughs> you know, either you make them or you yeah, don't. It's kind of like it's almost too much. You don't want to get paralysis by analysis. Yeah, that's they just true. go up there and that's make true. a play. Kobe was seven for seven, which is a good one. And he's Kobe a free Smith. throw shooting dude. Yeah, and, the, he, and we have the right guys shooting them too. Exactly. <laughs> and when they need to. Well, it's been fun, guys, uh, all the way up. Go down to Cali and come back with the W down there. And we'll have fun on uh, Saturday afternoon. I love the Saturday afternoon ball games. We'll have a good crowd. Had a good crowd this week as well. We'll have another good crowd. I'm sure Butler will bring some people over too. Yeah, so it'll be yeah, great. It'll be a, a, a good one. There's no nice plan for everything. Thank you. And a good way to go, Chiefs. We got Chiefs yes, King sir. just around the corner. That starts at 7 o'clock with Mitch and company. So that'll be a good you think one. think they'll so, talk about I got a Kelsey feeling, at all? I, or, yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit. Maybe <laughs> I've got a feeling they might. And uh, anyway, they they made it back home to Kansas City, so we're excited for that. So thanks, guys. Thanks, Let's bring home a couple, couple of W's, and we'll be back next week as well. I can appreciate both Eric as well as uh, Coach Tommy. Uh, appreciate them stopping by. And especially thanks to your mom for the cookies <laughs> as well. Uh, she's hey, founding me up. KWBW Hudson, Kansas.